the big Scottish football podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Welcome to episode 22 of the big Scottish football podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and him, Ewan Cameron. How are you doing, Ewan? Hello, people. How are we? I'm good, yes. I'm not hungover this week. You're looking like a state, though. How? <laughs> I am not taking anything like that from you. Have you done look in the mirror? The Albanian puppy dealer in the corner there <laughs> with your gold chain and your trackies tucked into your socks. I give you good pricing. They kind of are. Yeah. But you're wearing a retro Dunfermline tracksuit top and I it's am. horrendous. It's minging. It's bogging. No, it's, it's not. It's disgusting. No, it's not. See when you wear something retro. Yeah. I get wearing a retro Scotland jersey, a Brazil jersey from like the 1982 World Cup or Argentina or a retro Germany jersey. It's umbro. But... A retro tracksuit top from Dunfermline Football Club. Yep. It is an awful bit of clothing. I mean, you have a fold-down fleece. It's a turtleneck fold-down fleece that you're wearing. I I rolled it down so that you can hear me. Because it comes up over my mouth. Well, maybe just put it over your mouth and I'll get on with the rest of the podcast. So today's episode, we will cover the return of the Scottish Premiership, or at least some of it anyway. We'll look at, possibly, the greatest World Cup final of all time, and we'll read out your incredibly insulting comments under a picture of the podcast team, particularly about intern Callum as well. Intern Callum got absolutely hammered when we put that picture on social media. It backfired so much, didn't it? He thought that he was the best looking one out of the three yeah, of us. He, did. he thought he was looking cool, sophisticated, and that us two were going to get all mm-hmm. the abuse. No, it all went on him and his nose. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll get I mean, to that very shortly. I, I mean, I can't speak. Look at the size of my nose. I'm the same. I'm the same. I mean, we've all got a large hooter. Yeah, we do. But everybody noticed Callum's hooter massively. It was great. It was a great angle for Callum. So remember, you can find us on all your usual podcast providers and on Twitter at Big Football Scott. And we're on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Give us a follow, give us a like. Let's get stuck in to today's podcast. So the return of the Scottish Premiership. Sort of. So, wins for Celtic, Hearts and Johnston at Rangers on Thursday night as well. Only seven games across the entire four divisions on Saturday, which wasn't ideal. Wraith Rovers and Queen of the South, the only artificial pitches to host games on Saturday as well. And there was no VAR WTF. It was pretty VAR-less well, this weekend. I'm going to disagree with that. Okay. Should Hibs have had a penalty against Rangers on Thursday night? When Hibs were leading 2-1, there was a handball from Sands. Yes, there was. Yes. But there was also a nudge from Nisbet before the handball. Mm. So is that why the referee doesn't give the penalty or why VAR doesn't why, get involved? Why didn't they give a free kick then if it was a nudge by Nisbet? That's a good point. Yep. I think our friend of the show, what was the name of the referee we had on this show a couple of weeks ago? Des Paparoch, yeah. Des Paparoch. He was in all the papers at the weekend... <laughs> Right, <laughs> that's his name now. <laughs> we'll get Papa Roach back on. <laughs> what? Remember their song? They had a big song, Papa Roach. Yeah. What was it? Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing, don't give up, and all that stuff. Yeah. Aye, that's Papa that. Roach. So uh, there's Papa Roach was in all the papers after the uh, the game on Thursday night saying that it should have been a penalty and that VAR should have looked at it. So um, there might have been a big VAR call. So let's not ignore that because okay. people will think it's a conspiracy. They've got 
like some sort of oh, like God. They'll always think it's a conspiracy. That's very true. But no, um, apart from that, you're right. I think VAR wasn't really needed at the weekend. Good win for Hearts. Fantastic at Tynecastle. I'm sure we'll talk about Celtic and Aberdeen in greater detail in just a wee second. But getting back to the artificial pitch yeah. situation, this is why I hate artificial pitches because you cannot use under soil heating for an artificial pitch because it'll just burn the. The, the fake grass you can't put a hot lamp onto a plastic pitch because you're going to burn out the top as well so if there's snow and a wee bit of ice then artificial pitches are useless and that was the case at the weekend well they're not entirely useless they are useless because you can't play well Wraith Rovers and Queen of the South played no but clearly there wasn't any snow any bit of snow if it doesn't melt away you can't play on that pitch if it frosts up you can't play on that pitch because you can't use any heat in on the pitch to make it playable. So that's why they're useless. And that's why they should be outlawed, particularly in the top flight of Scottish football. I know I've banged on it before, but I'm telling you right now, there should be a law in place at the end of the season. From here on in, you are not allowed plastic pitches in the Premiership. In Livingston, you've got two years to change it. Okay, okay, right. That's what I would do. Fair enough. That's that won't happen. Uh, in the Premiership, where would you like to start, you and Cameron? We've already I, spoken about Hibs versus Rangers, but will we just round that off? I thought it was a good game. Yeah. It was end-to-end. Porte scoring his final goal for Hibs, or one of his final goals for Hibs. Before signing for Rangers? Mm, I don't know if that will happen. But. Do you know anything um, in turn, Callum? I mean, you work on Super Scoreboard with the boys and the media guys. Are they saying anything about Portes and where he might end up? Yeah, Jim Duffy said he thought that he might go to Rangers but he I don't know if he just made it up or if someone told him but he thinks it that was in he said that a few weeks ago okay well he's in football circles you've just done such a dangerous thing oh god no you've because if this doesn't happen you've blamed Jim Duffy (laughs) and Jim Duffy is a lovely man (laughs) lovely guy like genuinely one of the nicest men I've ever met but I would not fight Jim Duffy (laughs) I'm terrified of him Jim Duffy would he's like Bane and Batman (laughs) honestly (laughs) You're saying Ryan Porter should sign for Rangers? I don't think so. You blaming me? I am darkness. <laughs> well, what's great is you've just taken the heat there, so you'll you'll go for you instead of me. Uh-huh. He'll not be listening. So There's Jim Duffy has suggested that Ryan Portis will go to Rangers. There I are, also heard there... a rumor last week about Udinese in Italy. What after Ryan? Portis. Was it not Barry? Uh, no, well, the, the one that I heard was Udinese. That's what Jim Duffy told me anyway. So Did you and see did you see the chat on the telly after the game that Ryan Jack and Ryan Porteous had? No. It was very friendly. Right. Very friendly. They both play in the Scotland squad together. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> well listen, I, any- I thought Ryan Jack might have been telling him about what it'd be like to come and play for Rangers. Am I right in saying that Ryan Jack's contract is up at the end of the season? Yes. Right, okay, we'll need to speak to Jim Duffy to find out what's happening with that. Is he not the mystery man that's about to sign a new deal that um, Michael Beale was talking about? Because that person's already signed a new deal. Who was it? It was Leon King. It was Leon King. No, but we knew that Leon told us. And and it was Yanis Hadji, he was the second one. Yes. Hadji Uh, signed a new deal as exclusively revealed by Jim Jim Duffy. Jim Duffy. Yeah, exactly. So you can expect Ryan Portis to turn up at Rangers in January? Well, we'll ask Jim... For a nominal fee. We will ask Jim Duffy, uh, because he's the oracle. He knows everything. So He's what, like that woman in the Matrix when he turns up to that woman's kitchen. You basically if you plug into Jim Duffy, you know everything. Yes. 
Okay. Right, we'll get Jim Duffy on the on So the anyway, it was a good one for Rangers when they were 2-1 down, came back to win it 3-2. Good game. Uh, Hibs, though, in trouble. They're in free fall. Not the best comeback of the weekend, though. That belongs to St Johnston. Who oh, are 1-0 well, down yeah. against Ross County. Yeah. Ross County go down to 10 men. St Johnston score two goals in Killian Mbappe style but from Ali Crawford so they win 2-1 and they are now level on points with Hearts who also won on Saturday 3-1 against Kilmarnock and to think we had Ailey Barber on this podcast just a few weeks ago months talk, talking was it months? months or well, whatever and we were talking about the manager at St Johnston Callum Davidson and whether or not he should still be the manager wow he has turned that club around yeah, he has, yeah. That is an unbelievable achievement, considering where they were and how they were playing. And there they are on the coattails of Hearts and Aberdeen, fighting for a place in Europe. I think that deserves a round of applause, I actually. think so. I think so. Yeah. A Jim Duffy round of applause. Uh, Hearts winning 3-1 against Kilmarnock on Saturday. Oh, we were brilliant. We were brilliant. Setting half. Kilmarnock did all right. We could have killed them off. A yeah. lot sooner because we, we, created there, yeah. so, we created so Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock. Yeah, we good. could have killed them off sooner, but we didn't take our chances. But I thought we were outstanding in that opening 45 minutes. We had a wee bit of a lull in the second half, but you're going to expect that. Kilmarnock are going to come at you. Craig Gordon made a couple of decent saves. Ash Taylor gets a goal back. They get their tails up. Then Hearts just stepped into fifth gear. And they got a, f- a third goal to win 3-1. I thought Hearts were really, really good. Looked strong at the back as well. Good to have Halkett back. Now, last week on the podcast, you said that Celtic would drop points against Aberdeen on Saturday. You said it was going to be 1-1. It finished 1-0 to Celtic. Cal McGregor getting the only goal quite late on. Um, on what basis were you thinking that Aberdeen were going to get something? Because that Aberdeen performance on Saturday, I think, if I were an Aberdeen fan... That's one of the most embarrassing performances I've ever seen from any football side, ever, in the history of the game. I think that's a sackable offence. That's that bad. It's that embarrassing. Jim Goodwin should not be the Aberdeen manager today. He should be sacked for that. Imagine you're at home in front of the fans of Aberdeen Football Club a proud fan base, a proud football club, a club that's won the Cup Winners' Cup against Real Madrid. Have they? A did, club did that they? won the European Super Cup. Did they? What, when did they do Was that 93 or yeah. something? Yeah. A oh, club. They should mention they were. They were the last club to win a league title. No, were they? They should mention that as well, yeah. And then you've got Jim Goodwin who turns up after a break for the World Cup Weather is minus four. Go and take the game to Celtic. Here's your chance. Catch Celtic cold after the break. And what did they do? They parked the bus and it was embarrassing. It was I like mean, 82% possession for Celtic. There were 33 shots on goal for Celtic. Aberdeen had two shots on goal, not none on target, and not one corner at home at Pataudry. I think a Aberdeen... Proud, a proud football club like Aberdeen... Who I believe won a European trophy in the 80s as well. Two European trophies in the 80s. I just said that. They should mention it more often. I just think that Jim Goodwin is a very lucky boy to have the job that he's got. But see, after that, if I'm an Aberdeen fan, I'd want him out the door. And I'll tell you else what, I'll tell you what will happen. See when they face Rangers. It'll be like the World Cup final for them. Because they'll never turn up for Rangers. 
I have the stats to hand. Can I say something else about Aberdeen and Rangers? Yes. Aberdeen fans hate Rangers more than they love their own club. Okay. Do you want to hear the stats? You're just glossing over what I've just said there. Yeah, because you're just trying to win folk up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's only so much I can take here uh, right Rangers versus Aberdeen head to head since the 2016-2017 season so since Rangers returned uh, to, the top flight. to the top flight they have played 26 times Rangers have won 14 of those matches Aberdeen have won 5 and there have been 7 draws Rangers have scored 49 goals and Aberdeen have scored 22. In the same time frame, Aberdeen have played Celtic 29 times. Celtic have won 25 times. Aberdeen have won once. And there have been three draws. Celtic have scored 60 goals. And Aberdeen have only scored 17. The only win for Aberdeen against Celtic came at Celtic Park on Sunday the 13th of May 2018 when Celtic had already won the league and Aberdeen needed to win to finish above Rangers <laughs> in, in the league, and they finished second. Aberdeen have managed two draws at home against Celtic from 14 games. They've lost every other game. Aberdeen have taken two points from a possible 39 at home against Celtic in the league since season 16-17. Well, that, that backs up everything that everyone believes Apart from you, when you predicted that they would get a point. No, hold on a wee second. No, you, no, said, you, no, said, you said that Aberdeen would take right, something no, for Celtic. Forget, forget well, that. You called it well. Forget that because I was wrong. No, no. no it, say, say, say forget that because I was wrong. Say that. Forget that because I was wrong. There right. Go, right. But that just proves what I've just said and what every other football fan in the country has been saying for years. Aberdeen have four games in a season. And it's against Rangers. That's it. That's their cup final. That's their World Cup final. Well, they've got five this season because they played them in the League Cup. Yeah. That's the problem for Aberdeen. That's a fact. They are. Do you know what? Aberdeen and their fans are obsessed by Rangers. Everything is about beating Rangers. That's that's all it matters. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what what it is with Aberdeen, right? They would happily finish 10th in the league if they beat Rangers four times. That's how much they can't stand Rangers. They just want to beat Rangers at any given opportunity. Even if it gets in the way of them being successful or getting into the top six, it's all about Rangers at the end of the day. They never turn up against Celtic, but they turn up every single time when Rangers come visiting. So you think this coming week, Aberdeen takes something off Rangers at Pataudry? There's every chance. No, 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 no. Because they will, they will, no, they no, no. will, they will I'm, come. No, no, no. Will... I'm asking you now. I'm asking you now. Will Aberdeen take something from Rangers? Will they get a draw or will they win? They won't. Right, <laughs> right. Okay. But, but, but wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, no, but but there's a there's more of a chance of them taking something from Rangers because of the stats <laughs> you've just given us. It's based on the stats that you've just given me because they turn up for the games against Rangers. But they won't turn up this week. I think. They'll turn up and they'll still get beat. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Right? I think that okay. Aberdeen turn up, the tackles will be flying, they'll be pressing high, they won't sit off like they did against Celtic, but they'll still get beat, but at least they'll give it a go, unlike Saturday there when they got hammered by Celtic. And yes, Celtic had to be patient and they got a late, late winner from Callum McGregor. Can I just say that was a brilliant goal from Callum McGregor? 
But Aberdeen were a disgrace, an absolute embarrassment to Scottish football. May I ask you a question then of both of you? If they, if Aberdeen hold out 0-0 for the entire game, Celtic don't score and they get a point, is that a success? On the big side of the football show, when we were talking about the game as it was happening at 0-0, we were being very critical of the tactics of Jim Goodwin and also the Aberdeen fan, Ali Begg, who was watching the game for us. He was not happy at all. But also, we also said Aberdeen were defending very, very well, which they did. Well, yeah, because you're keeping it nil-nil. I know, but had it, but I think what Callum's saying is, had they actually gone on Why and got... Why was to him? Because he asked me a question. Had they gone on and got a nil-nil, you wouldn't be sitting here. I saying, would have done. You wouldn't have been sitting here saying Jim Goodwin needs sacked. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Probably Let's, not. But exactly. I'd, have been, I'd have been critical of the tactics. Yeah, I'd have been critical of the way that they parked the bus. Yeah, even but, though it would have meant that you would have been right with your prediction. It's not about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, about, it's about the greater good of Scottish football. Right. I just okay. thought it was an awful, awful game. I agree. I thought uh, Aberdeen were absolutely hopeless. Um, so. Let's move on to the championship then. Couple of matches there, three matches postponed. It was Wraith Rovers one, our broth one, our broth. Apparently should have taken all three points at Starts Park on Saturday, but it looks like they're kind of marooned at the bottom alongside Hamilton. And then the other match in the championship on Saturday was Partick Thistle 3, Air United 2. Air United fans absolutely fuming about all the goals that Partick Thistle scored on Saturday. But it was a win for Partick Thistle and Air United, despite the fact they are still top of the league, they have been defeated. Is this the beginning of the end for Air United in their tilt for the title in the championship? It was never on anyway. Well, it was. They're, to- they're still talking. Doesn't matter. No, it's never on. Right. So, um, Partick Thistle needed that win. Yep. They get the win. You never know. It might just be the start of their season and getting into the playoffs and maybe putting in a, a challenge for the title. Okay, fair enough. League One, there was only two matches on. FC Edinburgh 2, Montrose 2. Now, you enjoyed this on Saturday. Obviously, you're working on Super Scoreboard, Calm. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like to do on the Big Saturday Football Show is when I'm given a goal flash, I'll say, there's been a goal in Edinburgh. <laughs> right? And he automatically thinks that hearts have scored. <laughs> and then I say, yep, that's right. FC Edinburgh have taken the lead <laughs> against Montrose. <laughs> And he goes off his rocker, right? But there's also a second layer to this as well. And I nearly half got you and you're like, no, 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 you didn't. You didn't get me that time. And I was like, I'll get you before the end of the show. And I did because I said, and there's been a goal for Hearts. And you were like, yes, amazing. That's it, 3-1. Yes, Kelty Hearts have equalised against (laughs) Queen of the South. And uh, then they scored again. So I managed to get them twice there. So that was great. Kelty Hearts beating Queen of the South by two goals to one at Palmerston. I work with children. I know, but it was... It's embarrassing. It was very, very, very funny. Right, apart from that, there was actually no other Scottish football of the weekend because it was all postponed due to the weather. And by the way, how roasting is it today? I walked outside the house and it was like 14 degrees. It was was snowing yesterday. Look at that. Mm -hmm. 11 degrees right now. Yeah. It's 11 degrees. And tomorrow... 13 degrees Celsius. Roasting. I think last week it was minus seven, minus eight. We're at 13 degrees tomorrow. And if it wasn't for the rain, you could sunbathe in it. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe not. It's not quite that warm. 13 degrees is quite warm. I don't think it is. Right, let's move on, shall we? The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. It was the World Cup final yesterday. It was the World Cup final for the ages. It was Argentina becoming the world champions, beating France 
in a thriller in Qatar. You and Cameron, I have one simple question for you. Was that the best final, not just World Cup final, best final there's ever been? Up to 80 minutes, no. It was one of the worst World Cup finals and one of the worst finals of all time because France didn't turn up. They had to have a shot on target. But then Otamendi makes that challenge, gives away the penalty, and then France from absolutely nowhere are on top. Momentum's with them. Minute 23 seconds later, Mbappe scores a second, 2-2, and then it turns into one of the best, if not the best finals of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Of all finals. Mm-hmm. That's of any final. That's why I asked. So the answer is yes. Okay. The answer is 100% yes. And what makes it the best final of all time? Yes, France weren't in it up until the 80th minute, but Argentina were outstanding. And that second goal, team goal from Argentina in the first half was sensational. That we flick from Messi around the corner to set Alexis McAllister away. And then he puts a cross goal. And there's Di Maria, first time left foot over Lloris into the corner. 2-0, you're thinking, you're dancer. They're coasting to the, the win here. And then Mbappe magic. Boom. Also, we start about the Mbappe second goal, the volley. Mm-hmm. It was the hardest shot in the entire World Cup. And it was clocked at 123 kilometres an hour, that volley. It's quite fast. And everyone's going, oh, Martin's got his hand to it. Doesn't matter. It was just too hard a shot for him to actually keep that out. It was, I mean, it was a great goal, great game, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was an emotional roller coaster of a game, I would add. Mm-hmm. I actually heard a uh, good friend of the podcast, uh, Michael Richards, uh, on the radio last night, and he was saying it was so up and down because one minute he was a Kylian Mbappe fan. Yes. Then he was a Messi fan. Then he was back to being an Mbappe fan. Yeah. He was like, it was absolutely wild. I mean, obviously, we don't have a dog in the race. Like, I wasn't really bothered who won yesterday. I did add money on Argentina. Yeah, I know. That makes it a little bit different. But in terms of the grand scheme of things, yes. like it, may, it makes no odds to our life. Just a great game. Who wins? I was just wanting to see a great game of football, and it was absolutely tremendous. At the end of extra time, oh. when Martinez makes that save, oh. which I would, like, it was through, and I was like, this is it. France are going to win. I was screaming, no, 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 no. And Martinez makes... The greatest save he'll ever make in his entire career. Agreed. A brilliant, brilliant save. But then Argentina go right up the other oh. end. And I was like, this is like, it was like next goal the winner. Almost. And at then the end Martinez, of extra time. how does Martinez, what a chance for that header right at the yeah. end of extra time. So Martinez makes that save. Mm-hmm. Argentina go on the attack. Messi's got it, 35, 40 yards from goal. He puts it wide, the cross comes in, you're thinking, head it. And he gets it all wrong. I mean, it was end-to-end. It was a brilliant game. Steve, that's Mbappe with that chance at the end. He scores. Yes. He scores. But he wasn't. But so it wasn't. So and I tell you what, so when you watch a replay of that, see if he squares that. Mbappe's got an open goal to score, hasn't he? For his fourth goal and to win the World Cup. There's also... Um, I've not been a huge fan of Didier Deschamps. I think that France's squad has been unbelievable for years now. But credit where credit's due, he hooked off Giroud. And Dembele. And Dembele, because they were having nightmares. And fair enough, it waited until the 80th minute and they needed the penalty. But as soon as that happened... Oh, they were the better team. They looked so much better. They were the better team. Um, And yeah, I I just thought it was a a great, great, great game of football. France didn't want the full-time whistle. No. See, if that was going for another five minutes, I think France win the World Cup. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was it was so good. It was so end to end. And then at the end of extra, first period of extra time, Argentina have a couple of great chances with Martinez, Inter Milan striker, and you're going, oh, he's going to die. oh, oh. It was all that throughout the game. Yeah. <laughs> so it, what are you doing? It, it was pretty much. Well, let's, let's actually hear the Argentinian version of you and Cameron. Mamundiel! Mamundiel! So, for those of you who don't speak Spanish, what he's actually saying there is, mate, I used to work with real radio, right? <laughs> and we used to have a phone in and we won loads of awards. Argentina campeones. So, <laughs> mate. Do you know what's interesting about this World Cup, right? Do you know that the Argentinian people have had a rather strange love affair and relationship with Messi? Of course, yeah, because he did retire from international football for a wee bit and he was like, this isn't for me. And... I think the issue that they had with Messi is that he he left Argentina at the age of 13 to go to Barcelona. Mm -hmm. And they always believed that he put in more effort for Barcelona than he did for the national team. And they're kind of right. He never A lot of the times he would turn up and not play as well as he did for Barcelona. Um, a he, bit did, like, he didn't have as good a team around him as what he did at Barcelona. Yeah. And, and I was saying that that's similar to Andy Robertson. Andy Robson is an outstanding player at Liverpool, but when he turns up and puts on a Scotland jersey for some strange reason... People used to say that about Darren Fletcher as well. Kenny Douglas used to say about Kenny Douglas as well. I remember that, that's before my time. But he used to say about Kenny Douglas, what a player for Liverpool, but when he turns up for Scotland, he's not that great. So you're right, Darren Fletcher, Kenny Douglas, Andy Robertson. So because the Argentinian people had a, a love-hate relationship with Lionel Messi, I was absolutely delighted for the boy he was able to pick up that World Cup yesterday. I thought it was really quite emotional. I mean, I texted you two saying it was actually, I felt quite teary watching that. It was unbelievable. The emotions that you went through watching, I had no dog in the race, as you say, but yeah, I felt amazing for Lionel Messi that he'd finally got his hands on that World Cup. Yeah. It was just superb. The World Cup was all about one man, and yesterday it all came to an ahead. Argentina won the tournament, and Ali McCoyce, the man we're all talking about, <laughs> Was the crowning glory of the World Cup with the his best. comment as well after Mbappe scored his third goal, which was fantastic. So the real winner of the World Cup, besides Lionel Messi, was of course Mr. Alistair McCoyst. Thank you very much. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Right, probably one of the worst ones that we've done in terms of if Scottish football were in turn Callum. It was. It was bad. If Scottish football were an IKEA slash furniture showroom, it was so bad. I actually switched terrible. off my notifications on Twitter. It was, I mean, there was a couple of good ones. 
for example. I think this deserves... What's the word I'm looking for here? It deserves the... No, the... Use your words, Ewan. Come on. There's come a, on, use there's, your there's, words. There's a broadcaster. A, a seasoned broadcaster. Yeah, come mm. on. Remember the words. Yeah, no. This S- des- sound it out if you don't know it. What does, does it start it, with? Does de- it st- deserves the credit. No, it doesn't deserve the deserves, credit. Deserves the... The me. Me, me. Sound it out. Come on. Come on. Why are you giving me a kiss? I don't know. Deserves the... Me, 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 me. Is it M? Am I looking no, for I an M? No. no, but do you know what I mean? It deserves... No. It's not the credit. None of us know what you mean. It deserves the respect. It does no. Deserves the disdain. Disdain, that's not bad. It's yeah. not what I'm looking for, though. What is it you're trying to say? I don't think we should give this the dignity. We shouldn't dignify it with our time. Yeah, that's better than what I was trying to suggest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. I, I don't think we spend much time on this because I think that we have made a mess here. A lot of people were complaining that the Christmas one we did last week, we should have done this week. Yeah. And it's almost like I said that. You did say that, I did mate. say that, yeah. You, yeah, did, you did. I did. Right. A here's, a, here's a little bit of editing for you, mm-hmm. right? I'll read all of them out, but when you edit it afterwards, Callum, speed it up. Ah, like, okay. times two. Yeah, yeah that's Right, nice. okay. Well, did you want to do that? Let's right, do we'll that. do that. So it'll well. sound like chipmunks. Yes, but, but exactly. Then, do you want to edit your voice live now and like speak more so that when it's sped up it doesn't sound do you know what I mean no I'll just speak normal oh no okay. no no no. you need to do that because then it sounds not Better. as daft yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. you need to speak really slowly so I need to speak really slowly and slowly <laughs> like slowly. that okay right missing right. right. do you know what I regret it just be normal please. okay right Thanks. Missing Screw Patalinen from Jerry Taylor uh, Daniel Mistoro Fridge uh, Michael Meatball and Chips from Rudy67 Chairmont Desmond uh, Davey Weirdrobe <laughs> uh, Olivier Tabley from George Burns <laughs> not bad uh, Scott Allen Key sold separately uh, Big Extended Warranty Swedish Meatball and Gollies from Andrew <laughs> Edwards what, what, do you know what people actually go to Ikea not to buy anything just to go for the meatballs and chips Flat Packy Bonner from Mark Thompson and Mikko uh, Maeda Flat Pack Wardrobe from Mr DC Mark Wardrobeton I can see a theme here uh, that's from Rackerick uh, Carlos Bukashelfa <laughs> from Graham Laird <laughs> Uh, Real Habitati I mean <laughs> some Craig B Stenhouse Furnishings From Ricky Spence Tony Mutant Ball Arena uh, Peter, Peter Ware Houston Bob Malmcom <laughs> What? The Ikea cheap range That student get, students get It's called Malm Oh right okay. Famously Right okay so Bob Like Malm. a Malm chair or something Malm, uh, That's from Adam McDonald Indoor Drills Arena From David V uh, Naley Barber <laughs> From Ross Brewer uh, Kenny Mirror From GSRFC East Sterling Furniture Warehouse From John Bleasdale Peter Headboard Mark Gavin, Interior Callum, Interior Intern Callum, uh, from Graham McLean, Ikea, the wonderful Every Alex Ray, <laughs> from Alex Largs, Andy Halla Display Model, <laughs> a flat pack four, that's not bad, from Smiley Face, James Forrest Furnishings, from Marty Boyle, uh, Leon King Size Bed, from everyone, uh, Ricky Laminate Flooring, from Dave N, uh, Keith Vasley, 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 Goulash Armstrong, uh, Stevie Futon, Jesus, <laughs> uh, that's from Chris, uh, Red Divan, <laughs> Riddivan Yilmaz from Scott RFC. Not bad. And these instructions are calling this from D Hughes. Right, okay, thank you. The winner. Nah. Nah, no winner. Nah. Nah, no winner. No winner. Uh, we won't set up a new one today as we're not back until January the 4th. In fact, it's January the 5th. Um, it's the morning of January the 5th. Is uh, that the first podcast after the old firm in Edinburgh Derby? Yes, it will oh, be. Oh, that'll be a good one. It will be a good one. January the 5th, I am back. So uh, I'm going to Hollywood for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that? Hollywood! Uh, so keep an eye on our Twitter page, at Big Football Scott, for the next example, if Scottish football were it, hopefully will be better than that. Uh, let's talk briefly 
uh, about me, uh, the Instagram king. <laughs> People don't like mints, Ewan, and I don't know why. Mince is, mince is great. Do you know what I hated about last week? So we talked quite a bit about mince. Yeah. Right. Because I'm, I'm, in case you missed it, I made mince, as in like mince and tatties. And intern Callum was like, what's this poverty food you're making or something <laughs> right. like that? Right? That's, that's not staying in. <laughs> that's what Callum said. He was like, you're making poor people food or something like that. Right. And I was like, <laughs> can I back him up? He never said that. Thank you. It was, it was Thanks so no, but that's what he said in the house. <laughs> Behind closed doors, he's a different man. Right. So, pound stretcher food. Exactly. He was like, Oh, what's this? I've never had the butler serve me this before, right? The only mince I have is steak tartare, actually. So, um, anyway. I, I'm going to back you up here, mate, right? Initially, I was against you last week, but then when you actually explained yourself, nobody but nobody under the age of 85 sits down at three o'clock in the afternoon and goes, what am I going to have for my dinner tonight? Oh, I think I'll have some mince and tatties. It just doesn't happen. No, more people should, though, because it would enrich their lives. And it turns out that there's a lot of people who do like to make mince and tatties. And, Tons of people. And, and do think about it as well. And, and I, not people over the age of 85. No, you're right. Normal Cause, people. Because I, I went... I wouldn't go as far as normal. I, people who were sending me pictures of their mince and tatties, <laughs> I checked their profile, and they were all under the age of 85. Yeah. I mean, people were literally sending me pictures of their mince and ties and can also say that the vast majority of those dinners look like Doug dinners. I wouldn't even serve it to my I know, dog. I know, but it's they not. It's not aesthetically pleasing. There's lots of food that isn't aesthetically pleasing. But you can mince make... isn't what I'd, I'd, I'd concede that. Like all the all mince and ties looks like somebody's just spewing a bowl. <laughs> but it's. It's tremendous. It's nutritious. It's full it's of vegetables. Of course it is. It's nutritious. You've got lots of protein. You've got lots of vegetables. You've got carrots, peas, onions in there. You've got a big bowl of potatoes as well. You posted a picture of your mince and tatties. Yeah. And so many people were critical of the way it looked. I've got... I'd, and I accept that. It it's looks not, great, though, mate. You can make it look decent with, like, bits of orange in the regards to the carrot. Bits of orange! Bits of orange, like... That's where you're going wrong with mints. If no, you're putting orange in your mints. No, no I meant the carrot. Somebody like, phone the add, police. Add chunks of carrot to bring some colour to it. The I gravy don't... could be rich and brown and it looks like... Mine's was. No, it wasn't. It, it was, was. grey. It was grey in colour. It looked anemic. It no, it wasn't. It, it looked... It, not, Nah, I'm not having that and at all. You're and lying your mashed now. potatoes look lumpy. They w I oh. can tell you for a fact they went lumpy because I use a potato ricer. So get it up here. <laughs> potato so. ricer. But a what? lot of people like mince and ties. The long and short of this... You're is, on the wrong side of history here. Well, we are. Me and Callum. Yes, you yeah. both are. Yeah. People like mince and ties. So when I'm I afraid you are wrong. When I grew up, we ate that a lot. Yeah. That was like a staple in our diet was mince and tatties. Because yeah. I was poor. <laughs> Callum, Callum wouldn't have associated with you. No, of course. Oh, no. definitely not. No, he'd have no. looked down upon you. Yes, mm -hmm. I can't. From his ivory towers, I was living in my housing scheme. Yeah. I, I, what can I say? What, what can I say that's going to get me out of this? You'd be the type of person who would turn up and have all five school lunches, and I could only get two or three. Yeah, that's what it is. And some other days, I'd go hungry. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of person that you are in turn, Callum. Callum would eat it in front of you as well. Aye, aye, aye. He would, He'd yeah. get extra chips. Yeah. And I'd say, I'd go, do you want one? You go, yeah, and i go, tough poor person. <laughs> these are, these, these are rich he, people chips. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he would say. So, um, 
I think we can conclude that people like mints. They do. But let's make this into something great. What I'm going to do in the new year for both you, you and Cam. I'm not. I'm not eating it. And <laughs> you, Callum Bell. I'm going to make you a big pot of mints. And nah. it'll be great. Nah, no, because I, 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 I've seen what it looks like. No, but you don't you, taste. Taste. I I don't like mints and tatties now. I used to when I was a kid. Do you like mints? Hold on a second. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm going to when, ask you a few when, separate when, questions. My, do, my, do you like mints? Do you like mints? Yeah, because I love chilli. Right, right, okay, so you like mints. Yeah. Do you like gravy? Yes. Do you like potatoes? <laughs> yes. You like mints and tatties then? <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> right. No, my point is this, right? <laughs> See when my wife makes mince and tatties, right? Because my son, Josh, 13-year-old, loves mince and tatties, right? I mean, he's Scottish. Another one under the age of 85. But he loves it. When my wife makes mince and tatties, I get her to turn my mince and tatties into a shepherd's pie. So the potatoes go on top of the mince and it goes under the grill with some cheese. Yeah, I think you'll find that's actually a cottage pie. Mm. Cottage pie is beef mince. Shepherd's pie is lamb mince. So... That's why it's What's called it? a shepherd's pie. Yeah, exactly. So don't come at me and try and teach me about mince, mate. So anyway, carry on. So I prefer it when it's a... Cottage pie. A cottage pie with some cheese on top and the mince underneath. And then I'll eat it. So uh, do you want me to make you a cottage pie? I'd eat a cottage pie. I'll make you a cottage pie. But I want some cheddar cheese sprinkled on top and then grilled. Absolutely. So the, the cheddar cheese is nice and crispy when you and it has to be buttery mash. Do you know what I did? I want lure pack in the mash. Right, okay. Of course. Lure pack. Of course. I don't want to hear cheap shit. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I did with leftover mints? Go on. And totties. Totties. I made them in to a cottage pie. Good. I've, I'm, I'm delighted because a cottage pie with cheese is lovely. And I also think that if Scottish mints are listening to this podcast, if you're looking for a face of mints, <laughs> and as... Intern Callum so beautifully put it, the king of Instagram. <laughs> then I'm your man. So get in touch. You know where I am. I am on Instagram at Stephen Mill, Stephen V. We spent more Mill. time talking about Minster than we have about Scottish football on the big Scottish football podcast. Doesn't matter. Right, let's move on to something else that caused quite a stir over the last few days. It was our Christmas night out last week. It was. Last Thursday. Can I just say I'm still suffering from that because I don't drink. Yeah. And can I blame your pal? Yeah. Well, my pal as well, but the guy you work with in the Drive Time show. Gary, yeah. Gary Spence. So Gary Spence and I um, got into a really deep discussion and um, he gave me a glass of red wine. And the thing is, though, see when you're in a deep, deep chat with anybody and they're drinking red wine, and I'm drinking red wine, you mirror the person across from you. So when he takes a sup, I take a sup. And but the thing is though, Gary's Gary's good at it, right? I'm no, I've kind of lost my touch when it comes to going out and having a few drinks. I was like rough. I was rough. Because yeah. I'd had a couple of pints of Guinness, I'd a lager, and then I went on to the red wine. I should never have done that. See, Friday there for me it was complete all about survival. Like it, it was just survival. Like, get to the end of the day. And we've done well. So I, I left at quarter to 12. What time did you two leave? I oh, don't, because Stephen I made... got in at four o'clock. Stephen four o'clock. decided. I kept... St- just to give you a quick bit of context, Stephen's great at when it hits midnight just leaving and not telling anyone. So about four times in the night, I went up to him and I was like, well, when you go, take me... Because we live together. Uh-huh. Take me home. We'll go home together. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Yes. And we'll put on some mince and ties. We'll <laughs> um, 
And he came up to me about 10 to midnight and I was like, right, brilliant, here we go. Off home he goes, we're going to the cat house. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Did no. you literally go to the cat house? Yes. Did you go? Yeah. For anyone yeah. that doesn't know the cat house, it's a club in Glasgow which plays... Papa Roach. And then Busted. Yeah. And then Scream Emo Music and then yeah. Westlife. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we didn't stay for long. We literally did. Yeah, <laughs> we did. And then, and then hours, you yeah. sent a picture on the WhatsApp group <laughs> of what he looked like at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, with that taxi queue. By the way, taxi drivers. I know there's, uh, there's some brilliant taxi drivers. Oh, some God. of my best friends are taxi <laughs> drivers, right? But, I mean, uh, come on, they're at it. So we were in the taxi queue and we said where we were going and one of them just went, no. Nah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, just, and I was like, well... It's not that far away, but it's not walkable. Uh-huh. Right? It's, it's, it's two or three miles. It would take more than an hour to walk, right? Uh-huh. But it takes 10 minutes in a taxi. And then the next person comes along, and we're like, right, we tell them where we're going. And then the guy goes, 10 or deposit. And I'm like, no, I'm not giving you a deposit. This is not, you know, I'm not buying a car. I'm not buying your taxi. Just take me home. I have the money. But do you know what? In fairness to taxi drivers, say you've been sat in that queue forever, you're waiting for that fare to take you out of Glasgow. No. You are, because no, you no, want no. more money. Yeah, but that's that's all. Imagine if that was two young girls. Would they do the same? No. Exactly. Also, imagine you went into a coffee shop and went, hi, can I have an Americano, please? And then, actually, no, you need to spend more than £4. I would only make you a latte. You'd exactly. be like, sorry, what? <laughs> what off. are you talking about? I honestly, I was furious, and that probably didn't help us get a taxi. <laughs> anyway, because we're on the walkie-talkies. Exactly. See those two numpties. Exactly. Um, the picture that we put up was of us three. Us three. You had a Santa hat on you, and I was in the middle, and then Intern Callum was on the right-hand side. So and let's then go we through. made we made the biggest mistake ever. Tell us what you think of us individually. Yeah. What do you think of us three? It was basically it was opening up. Slagging off. It was, yes. So hello to Michael, who said, Stephen Mill looks like Alfie Moon's love child. Um, <laughs> DU says that Ewan looks like a Snapchat filter. Lots of people saying, Ewan, you look like the bear from Bo Selecta, which, is, <laughs> um, <laughs> which was very good. It's because I've got teeth, right? I've got teeth in all No, no, but my teeth are weird because I knocked them all out many years ago and I had to get them done and I've had problems with my teeth for years. So it's... I can at times be a wee bit conscious of my teeth, but that picture that you posted, it was me and my teeth. So loads of people were sending me pictures <laughs> of like the Bo Selector yeah. boy or the, the, the mask with Jim Carrey and all that <laughs> kind of thing. Alan Carr got through a lot of Alan Carr got as well, yeah. yeah. I've got a few of them. Uh, Thomas Muller was popular for you, intern Callum, as well. Oh. A lot of Thomas Muller shouts, Tam Muller. <laughs> you know what? I'd never seen it before, right? Same. And the amount of people that said that you look like an ugly version of Thomas Muller. <laughs> No one said ugly. No, Not one person said ugly. That's a personal opinion of yours to hold. No one said that. Right? I cannot not see Thomas Muller now. You are Thomas Muller, the German striker. Uh, uh, Dave says, uh, Ewan, and I'm assuming intern Callum look like they're enjoying themselves. Stephen has the bog standard dead behind the eyes look of a fifer. So thank you very much. Dave for that some would say this looks like the evolution of man um, good to see you boys taking your dad out with you that's from Mikkel as well uh, the boy on the right could smell a Sunday roast on a Thursday with that beak uh, sorry, that's turn Callum I mean Callum. we've all got big noses mm-hmm. and again it's something you don't really notice when you're um, hanging out and you're friends with each yeah. other it's just part of your face but see when something is pointed out to you 
all I can see now, intern Callum, is your nose. Yeah. You're just a walking nose. Intern Callum's tall and skinny with a big heat. Nickna- nickname him Golf Club. <laughs> that one really hurt my feelings. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Callum looks like Thomas Muller with a giant heat. <laughs> what else have we got here? Um, expected intern Callum to be a pubilist 20 year old. Looks older than the other two. <laughs> Callum picks up Turkish telly with those lugs right enough. <laughs> Your nose and your ears, ten at big style. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. When I put it up, I thought to myself, "This will be funny because those two will get ripped to shreds." I just didn't consider it would be me, and it has been me. Yeah, it has mostly been you. A pal of mine named Nikki. Mm-hmm. She's a Rangers fan, and she's on Twitter, and she was saying that she's going to send a picture to her pals on WhatsApp yep. to get their thoughts mm-hmm. on the three of us in regards to shag marry avoid. Yeah, Callum, you got avoid. <laughs> and and she said and she said she said um, Callum's getting binned. We shame. That was all Nicky and all her pals. Yeah. Didn't want Nicky and her pals anyway. <laughs> Don't like them. Let's move on to Ewan. Uh, Ewan looks like he has a bracelet round his neck. Um, Can we ask about that? Why is it so tight? What your necklace? It's. It, do you know what? Right. Okay. So this is um, been with me. Oh, don't make it deep. Don't make it real. It's real. It's real. Why it's does Ewan always look like he's squeezing out a shite? If <laughs> I just change from 1992, okay. somebody gave it to me. Okay. So it's quite deep. But I won't get into it. Good. Okay, fair enough. Hansen have let themselves go. <laughs> Hansen have let themselves go. Um, I, I actually got off relatively lightly, which I'm pretty pleased about, to be honest. Why, why was that? I don't know. I is it because he's about three foot shorter than us in the picture for reasons? Yeah, that I'm, don't try, make any I'm sense. trying to look for one ones for me, but there's not. There's the Pfeiffer one. There's the dead behind the eyes. You got that, called Harry Maguire a few times. Harry Maguire, yeah, because I do have a large head. Like, there's, I, I'm not going to deny that. A sniper's dream. They've called me in the past. Um, what else have we got here? Ewan is remaking a classic book, The Twat in the Hat. The twat in the Hat. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. Primark has taken an absolute battering here. That's good. Did those novelty glasses come with the hat? I <laughs> 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 like that one. That was good. Uh, what else have we got? Does Timpsons lace, lace brogues? Um, I believe they will. Were they you wearing any? brogues on the Christmas party? No, I wasn't. Um, I was in Timpsons last week, though. And you know what? I, do you know what else Timpsons do? They do passport photos as well. <laughs> they're, they're actually great. They don't have a photo booth in there. No, they don't. And this is the thing, right? So... The guy in April will take a picture of you. So what I did, what I did, what I needed was because I'm going to Hollywood. Um, I'm renting a car when I'm over there, right? And I needed an international driving permit, which I didn't even know was a thing. Yes, you do. So I went on to Google to find out how to get it. I had to go to the post office, but I needed a passport size photo, and I was like, oh, I don't have any. So then I just like passport photos near me. And the nearest one was Timpsons. I was like, that's interesting. So I went along to Timpsons. And they've got this machine. And they basically pull up a background behind you, like a sort of like tray that goes upwards. They pull it up like that, and you stand in front of it. The guy comes around with a camera and takes a photo, and then they just print it off. It's great. Timpsons, a- Timpsons do everything. They really do. I think Timpsons is a phenomenal... I phenomenal. might buy some shares in Timpsons. 
Yeah, I mean, well, they'll be going through the roof after all the mentions on this podcast, I suppose. That's so, very true. So, so there you are. Is anyway. that the slaggings off finish? With? That's the slaggings off finish. I think I got off with it lightly. I think you were all right as well, um, yeah. Stephen. But yeah. in turn, Callum, mate. Yeah. Mate. 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 Real, real, mate. Mate. Me. You didn't come off that very well. This is the real football phone in with you and Cameron and Alan Ruff. Call now on 0845 100 Real Radio. Hello, welcome to the Real Radio football phone with me, you and Cameron, and <coughs> him, Alan Ruff. Hiya. <laughs> Patrick Fissel fans hate me. Uh, right. Um, is that, that's just about us, I think. And we've made it to about 50 minutes this week. So, all the people who moaned last week because the podcast was only 35 minutes because I was hungover, very hungover. I um, think we should both give you a real heartfelt thanks for turning up today and not being absolutely hanging. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. And bear in mind there was a football on yesterday. I went out yesterday and I didn't touch a drink. I was driving all day. I just also, can I just drinks. say that today you were very professional, whereas in turn Callum has not been very professional because no, he was moaning earlier about being tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. tired. We'll I'm get tired. to your bed early then. Yeah. Coming exactly. in here where you're moaning and you're groaning. You do, go your bed, you do go to your bed relatively early, actually. What are you doing in that bedroom of yours? Because obviously you're <sighs> living in the same house as uh, Stephen. Well, when I'm making my 14th batch of mints and tatties <laughs> of the day, <laughs> at about half ten at night, Callum's going to his bed. Uh-huh. But that's no longer because Callum's actually moving out. Can I ask a personal question about you two living together? Mm-hmm. Well, it's coming to an end this week. It's coming to an end Do tomorrow. you have a solo bathroom or do you have like an ensuite or anything? Solo bathroom. So you share a bathroom, mm-hmm. right? Who's, who, who's the longest in the bathroom? The longest in the bathroom. Right, when you go and use it, who, use it, who oh, uses it? Callum takes longer than me. Does he take longer than you, does he? 100%. Right. I don't know why he doesn't. Has, has Callum had a girl round at your house? Be careful. <laughs> careful. Has he had a girl round to the house? Has he had some girls round the house? Careful. Lots of girls round Stop the house. It. Stop. Loads. <laughs> <laughs> I think the word is plethora. Plethora. So, so, um, so. Nah, he hasn't really. I'm joking. You're joking. Yeah. So he hasn't had. He's mostly in his room himself. And we all know what's happening in there. Right. Okay. He's looking at his nose. Exactly. (laughs) That is. That's all he can see. That is it. That's all we can see. For the big Scottish football podcast this week and indeed this year. Thank you very much, Ian Cameron. Thank you to all of you for listening as well. When we're back Thank you for getting in touch We are back on January the 5th Because I'm going to Hollywood (laughs) Why do you keep saying it? I'm going to do it until it becomes a thing (laughs) (laughs) Right so Don't forget to subscribe to the show On whichever podcast provider you use So you don't miss a podcast But that's it Okay Until next year Until 2023 Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Happy New Year And we will speak to you On the other side After Hollywood (laughs) 